0: Section eighty nine of Familiar Instructions and Evening Lectures on All the Truths of Religion, Volume Two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Marie Christian. Familiar Instructions and Evening Lectures on All the Truths of Religion, Volume Two by Father Louis de Segur. Filial piety. In a very small house in a poor neighborhood of Paris lived a family deserving of interest from their poverty and misfortunes. It consisted of five persons, the father and mother and three boys, of whom the eldest was scarcely fifteen. He was a young apprentice. I shall not give his name nor the calling in which he had been employed for three years, but shall merely say that at the workshops where he was engaged everyone loved him. Not only his companions, but his master, because he was kind and obliging to the former, respectful and submissive to the latter. At the patronage, he was cited as a model of goodness, whilst in his own home he seemed like the guardian angel of the house. Footnote. The patronage is a house where the members of the Society of St. Vincent de Paul receive a certain number of apprentices and young workmen every Sunday. End footnote but it yet remained to be seen to how great an extent his filial piety would carry him. For three months the father of our young apprentice had been ill and out of work. The little savings of the summer were gradually dwindling away. At last they were left without even a penny in the house. This was during the long days of winter. One evening at five o'clock, the young apprentice returning from the workshop found his old father quite broken down his mother weeping, and his two little brothers in a distant corner sobbing for sympathy. Louis quickly perceived the reason of this grief. There was no bread in the house, and the poor mother was suffering less for herself than for her children. What could he do? What would become of them? After a moment's silence, the astonished family perceived that Louis was putting on an old blouse over his usual dress— and directly after he went out saying that he should be gone about two or three hours, but that he should bring back some bread as he knew how to get some. He spoke with so much confidence, and the need was so pressing, that they let him go without further question. It was nearly midnight when the young apprentice returned, but he came bringing the bread that was so much needed. They question him, they regard him with astonishment. Where has he been? What has he done? If chance or business had occasioned you to leave your home that evening, you would perhaps have met upon your road a young man in a blouse, searching amongst the heaps of rubbish near the houses and handsome shops which adorn the streets of Paris, and picking up the paper and rags which are thrown out in the evening. You might have seen him, and have taken him for one of the lazy young vagrants who are led by idleness to adopt this miserable calling. But you would have been greatly mistaken, for this young man was Louis. It had been at no little cost to his self-love, but he trampled this underfoot, and remembering that nothing is shameful or humiliating excepting that which offends God, he set himself diligently to work. And God had blessed his honest efforts and had given him an abundant harvest and thus the means to provide bread for his starving family. And thus the boy returned home happily, and if any feeling of shame ever rose in his mind at the remembrance of that night of humiliation, it should have found no place within his breast. He had ministered to his father, and comforted his mother, and I would only wish that all his life might be as noble as that night of deep distress. And could I see the blouse that covered him, and the old rags that he collected, I would regard them as a badge of honor, bravely won. End of section 89